What time is it? It's time for work at Spursy. This is Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. And boys, guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Brian's back. Tell your friends. What's up, Brian? How are you? How's it going, guys? Brian from Rhode Island is back with the boys. And it's so exciting that Dave doesn't even want to hear how me and Mike are doing. He no, just wants to go straight for Brian. I was, was no, going to get no, to you, no, but no, you know, no, no. Gonna, we get it. We get gonna it. Get to you, but usually, like, we make the guest wait, but Brian is with us enough. Well, I was thinking about this. We should probably we should probably give Brian a quiz to make sure he's been following the pod. But Brian's with Pop us. Quiz, hot shot. He's with us enough that I figured let's get after him first and see how he's doing. But Mike and Steve will be with you very shortly. Brian, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, life is good. Um, I, uh, you know, this like the three teams that I really like, you know, the two teams that I truly care about and another team that I care about on behalf of my wife and brother-in-law uh, all won. So Tottenham won. It was stressful. Kansas basketball won. That was stressful. And the Kansas City Chiefs won. Uh, and that was very stressful uh, for all involved. But uh, still, my three for three winning big games. Uh, most importantly, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, she'll love it over here, even overhearing me, um, you know, saying that uh, Tottenham beating Brighton was, you know, better than the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. But regardless, I'm feeling great. Uh, had no a, lies were told. Yeah. Uh, Brian, is your wife a uh, KU alum? Uh, no, but her, uh, significant portions of her family are, and I don't know if you know, like a lot of States that are, uh, you know, that have, uh, ag schools and, you know, the, the, the original universities. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Hatfields and McCoys. So oh, yeah. it's the old, the old land grant battles basically, right? The land grant battle is real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the only team that she hates more than K-State is Mizzou. Uh, but Mizzou is not in the big 12 anymore. So it's like, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a bit of a, you know sad uh sad rivalry anyway at this point but so you so you did just anger one of our loyal listeners my sister who's a mizzou grad so gonna oh. throw that out to you but oh, i have, I have some i have some fun ku stories from back in the day i uh oh yeah but I, I had a buddy that went to school there and uh we got into some shenanigans uh on occasion multiple occasions lfk lawrence f in kansas this is true this is very very true yeah but those are uh not for the internet so those okay. are you know one-on-one conversations uh, and when i'm uh we're we're I'm gonna mark off the on the calendar early for the barbecue this year, so I'll, that could be a bar. We'll we'll, we'll make uh, uh, things <laughs> only in front of barbecue. Uh, gender. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. I, li- I like that. Steve, my man, how are you, sir? What's going on? Oh, I'm just swell, Dave. Thanks for asking. I learned uh, I learned something very valuable, literally uh, mere moments before jumping on this uh, show with you guys. Um, And this lesson that I would like to share with you uh, comes on behalf of a game that I was playing with my three-year-old. And the lesson is this. If you have given your toddler a cookie cutter in the shape of a gingerbread man, and you are playing a game in which running around uh, after said gingerbread man is the main premise, when it's your turn to run, make sure the cookie cutter is not on the ground right in front of you 
because stepping on a cookie cutter is worse than stepping on a Lego. Uh, bare, barefoot or? Barefoot, yep. Oh. So you cut your foot all open. Well, not all open, but I do have the nice uh, shape of a gingerbread man head going on right in the center of my foot. So what yeah. kind of lunatic like cuts their their uh, appendages all up? Right, Mike? I I mean, I just I just <laughs> I don't know. I, I see I have a vision and, and uh, you know, my my psychic skills are, are happening here. So, Steve, please avo- avoid fish bowls like the plague for like the next. <laughs> Oh, he has been listening. <laughs> well done, Brian. You 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 played that well. He passed the test. Nice work. Nice work. Well, so Steve, are you are you I, I mean I'm envisioning Michael Scott stepping on the uh the George Foreman grill. That that kind Yes, of, that absolutely. Kind of yeah. All right. So are you able to walk or do you are you wrapped in bubble wrap right now? I'll and, be okay, God right. willing. Did the did the young man learn any new words? Yeah. <laughs> No, he already knew all of those words, Mike. That, that's, right. <laughs> oh, that's right. His dad's a Tottenham fan. Oh, I, I don't think I told this on the pod last time. Can I tell a very quick story? Absolutely. Yeah. Why the fuck not? So we're at, around Christmas. We're sitting on the couch. My daughter and I getting she's something happened when she turned three. I don't know what she was never a very cuddly kid. She's so active all the time. Just a busy, busy girl all the time. And, you know, she turned three in November. She gets kind of cuddly with dear old dad. It's wonderful. Love it. And she's like playing with some stuff. She's cuddled up. We're watching like Moana. And she's got okay, some little toy okay. uh, toy in her hands. And it like she's playing around with it. And it slips and it falls. And it hits the ground. Uh, and she goes, oh, God damn it. And I went, excuse me. Like, whoa, wait a second. That's that's not a nice phrase. We don't, we don't say that. And without batting an eye totally sincere and if i told the story on the pod already i'm I'm terribly sorry but without batting an eye she goes but but daddy you say oh god damn it when you watch spurs <laughs> i was like oh dog it was the most genuine throwback of teachings yeah. i've ever had like in the three and change years of being a a, a parent that was the most beautifully eloquent throwback in my face that I've gotten yet. Yeah. Won't be the last, but that was a damn good one, man. She's off to a heck of a start. <laughs> There's genuine confusion in her eyes about that. Yeah, but but daddy, you do. <laughs> hey, I Mike, just got I- the Bart Simpson. I didn't do it. It's like, no, you didn't technically. Matt. <laughs> I stepped on the thing that you left out, right? Yeah. I should Mike- have given it to you to begin with. But Michael, how's uh, how's life on your end, buddy? How's it going? Dude. Uh, you know, I have had so many proud dad moments, uh, with my kids. Uh, I have had the, uh, the son, uh, texting, uh, you know, the fun, fun, uh, colorful words to his friends and getting caught by his mom. Who's monitoring his texting. Um, <laughs> I've had, you know, Lily at the same does, age. Does she have it show up on her phone? Like, does she have the, yeah, it's like kids, messen- message. kids yeah. messenger. So okay, it's like. It. That's funny. So yeah, we get rookie all of his messages. Kid. Rookie mistake. Then we have uh then we had Discord, Lily son. at Lily at um uh, at Brian's daughter's age and you know uh also um dropping something off the edge of the couch and saying, Oh shit. Um so I've had those moments, but I've had the proud dad moments this week um with both of my kids. Uh Lily uh just like f- just flowing and going, getting right into this high school thing. Got just got her uh, her first uh, 
report card for the for the second semester and uh she has a 3.7 grade point average and i'm just like hmm. mind blown because she you know she struggles with her add and and she's just embraced this high school thing and it's just it's been great for her um like have you have you met the father uh, no 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 <laughs> um it, i don't i don't really need like she's she's a cool kid so she hangs out with me so i don't want to find I don't want her to find out who the real father is. Um, <laughs> Lily, um, I can, can confirm Lily is awesome. She's great. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, and then on the other side of that, my son, uh, the little athlete, uh, played three games. I, I, uh, I thought, I thought he was you were going to say player. athlete. I, yeah, I thought, <laughs> my son, the little athlete. <laughs> she did the unnecessary bleeping like they do on the Jimmy Kimmel show. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the spot. Yep. Um, th- this kid. Uh, we're riding in the car and we get a text message and it's like, Hey, do you want a guest on our, uh, on our five V five team? And I was like, so I asked him, he was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you already have two games. You have a five V five game, another five V five and a five and a seven V seven game, you know, on the big field. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So this was last Saturday and he just powered through powered through. So first game he played with a bunch a bunch of kids he didn't know. Um there are 60 minute games. So bunch of kids he didn't know. Um he played the entire game, scored five goals while actually playing in goal for the first half. Wow. So he scored five goals in the second half. Um and then he gets into like his team's game, his his far post game and uh they played against the, so their team is split up into two, uh, two different teams, and they were missing two of their players. So they had no subs, and they played against their other team, and they the team who won got to go to the the final of the league, and uh, they lost, but they were down seven to one at one point, and Lucas uh, Lucas got them back to seven to four, uh, had three more goals there. And then got and then went over to a seven v seven game. He this kid was fucking gassed. He had fifteen minutes off all night long, and was fucking gassed and still put in a performance in seven v seven. I was just so proud of him uh, for the for the work that he did. And then the next morning went to confirmation class, and <laughs> decided he wanted to go for more training. Um. Because yep. he, he didn't want to go to confirmation class. No, no, no. He went after after confirmation class. Mike, are you are you saying gassed? Is that the word you're saying? Gazed with Z's. Like Gazaniga? <laughs> like is this yes. another word? Is this like no, sorry? Like ga- sorry going, and all like your other going. like <laughs> no no <laughs> gassed. Like he's yeah, gassed. He's he was tired. You talk weird, bro. <laughs> what? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, did All we right. have did we play soccer? We did. did we and get... here's, so here's the scoop, fellas. Um, we we we're gonna go. We're going turbo wicked spursy tonight. So we have turbo! 27. We got 27 minutes to work with. We need to talk about a match. We need to do a hey Mike, what you drinking? And we need to look to the future. And we need to do that with four 
moderately intelligent uh guys all wanting to have their say in the process so uh we, we need to go like lightning round on this and everybody just interrupt each other and let's just get after things what do you say sure, you want to talk about the way we should do it anyway dave all right well then, then why don't you lead us off mike get us rapid going. fire what, rapid fire all right so what did i see this weekend i i saw a, a team that that uh enough from you brian what did you see <laughs> <laughs> he saw a team this weekend can you confirm all right so so basically what happened this weekend for for me watching spurs was we we're out out at the pub um the game was really kind of ugly to start right um it, it seems like they, we keep seeing this you know tale of tale of one half you know it's a tale of two halves actually so one half you know we're we're dominant the next half we're not or it, vice versa so this week that same shit happened. We weren't good coming out of the gates. Um, Bentinger still to me, it doesn't look like he's on it. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Um, and obviously we got all of our guys back right now. Now we're, we got all of our guys back, but it's going to take time for those guys to bet in. It took them, you know, six weeks of, of, of preseason to, to, to get, you know, on the same page. It's going to take probably close to the same to get back into form. And um, so, so, you know, watching that first 15 to 20 minutes of the game was frustrating as fucking hell. Um, the penalty was a little bit weak to me, but like, yeah, I mean, he stuck his leg out and he was not in control of his body and he tripped the dude fine. Um, I I really can't stand Danny Welbeck. I want him to, to just never never yeah disappear never be seen again um but so they of course they score the thing that that i really liked was that um was that the the corner kick shit that every team has been pulling on us now because apparently our keeper is weak on corners he's decided to that he's decided to not be so weak and try and stand his ground madison was getting in there and 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 fronting the guy and blocking him out and uh you know he did he still got backed into by another player who arrived in the box um after madison boxed out well back and what happened they called a foul so sometimes bitching to the bgmol it really can't help uh, in these <laughs> situations, they did call the foul. They tried it a- again, and it it wasn't very successful. But the one that they did call the foul that that it seems to be going around uh, social media is the one where he gets backed into and gets back completely into the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple others where like Madison wasn't fucking around, man, on those nope. corners. Nope. Um, he he will fight, he will fight, and he will fight for his team, and I love it. Um, all, all five foot eight of them or whatever. Madison yeah. Is, right? Yeah. And, and, and I think that, you yeah, know, Madison like had a better game. I think he's starting to play into it. Um, yeah. I think, I think one of our better players and, and it, it may be an unpopular opinion was Kulisewski. He was, he was one of the better players at being able to hold on to the ball, keep the ball at his feet. Um, and, you know, it, the, the one thing that I did not like about the game is I, I thought, and just, I, I don't think the 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 subs were bad. I think the timing was bad of the subs, if that makes sense. Um, Would you rather have them come in sooner? 
No, I later. I, well, what, later, yeah, said. later. So yes, yes, that is what she said. Later. Hey, we're doing a bad job of our lightning round. I need more interruptions. Well, nobody's show. interrupting. Step it I'm up, just Brian. Talking. I want to hear something. We're just too polite. I want to. No, hear am I wrong? Am I am I wrong about that? About the subs? Because I I think that like. Well, what's and, I mean? What's your theory? Why why is why did they come in at the wrong time? They came in at the what what. 60 ish, yeah, 60 ish. So the first three came in, right? 62 and then 80, right? So 62. So that was the triple, that was a triple, uh, the triple yep. change, right? Yeah, and it took him half an hour to uh put so together 62, a goal scoring play, right? So. But here's the thing we came out on fucking okay. fire the second that they came, that those guys came the sec- in, the second Sonny took his warm up jacket off. Yeah. Like he, he wasn't even coming in and things picked up. Did you see that? Or am I making that up? No, no, no. But my point is like when they came in, that's when that, that energy that we had went away again. And, and it was like having to start all over again. And that's what, that's what, why I think it, it was bad. It was just bad timing. I'm not saying the subs would, were bad because they made counter- an impact at the end of the game. I would counter and say that the subs had to come in at that point um, just because they needed the time to bet in and make the impact on the game, but also rewarding people for playing in the second half for the first 15 minutes when they were not really doing what they needed to be doing in the first half. I mean, there's, there's precedent for why some of them came off. Honestly, I didn't think... Um, I didn't think Werner and, and Kulisevsky were all that bad, but there was just no cohesion in the midfields, and it was very difficult to do anything with it. I think Werner's finishing was fucking terrible. His finishing Again. was, yeah, Again. but but I, he's dangerous. He he forces them to come out of position and to do things that would make them uncomfortable if we had any way of linking that up. Um, but yeah, his finishing was absolutely atrocious. Not going to deny that at all. Um, I do want to make a comment on the penalty um, because the frustrating thing for me is that uh, if our player goes down in Kulisevsky, we get right. a penalty. We, we get a call. Yeah. You're so right. it's, it's, you know, and, and this is something that we've talked about before. It's just ridiculous that if you try to play an honest game, you're almost penalized for it because you don't get the, 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 the penalty that you deserve, the deserved penalty. Even the broadcasters who are all notoriously anti-Spurs were saying, yeah, if he goes down, that's a penalty. But he stayed on his feet. It's like, that shouldn't matter. If he's fouled, he's fouled. It doesn't matter if he gets the shot off. He's, you know, give him the penalty. You know, loosely related. Do you guys notice that Richarlison is less of a flopper now? Than he, uh, I than he was. Have I think Ange probably told him to knock it off because he's so, not yeah. winning. He's not so. winning anybody's uh, yeah. love and affection. But it, but it's working because Richarlison's another one who, despite not having a, a you know big goal involvement, was all over the place. I mean, he was his hold up play this season uh, has been much better than it ever has been, um, and that's just fantastic. I, I love to see that from him. He's somebody who who looks like he's growing and developing nicely into Ange's system. Yep, Ryan, you got something. What do you got? Oh, I got I got stuff for days, Dave. We, 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 we have we have nineteen minutes for you. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, like just cause... who says we have to stop? Yeah. Well, well, otherwise they're stuck with you and I, Mike. So uh, technically, my dinner reservation that I'm already going to be twenty minutes late for. So, oh, oh. But, uh, <laughs> where are you going? What kind of food are you get? Uh, um, high class Mexican. Uh, nice. Uh, nice. My good, good friend's mother's uh, 
birthday. So um, very nice. Very nice. And I kind of to invite me along, but um, but I think Timo Werner. My theory is I don't care about his finishing. I don't care about the number of goals. I think the goals will probably come, but I don't really care for two reasons. One, he already is like tearing it up in terms of creating chances for Richie, right? Right in the center. And he's because Richie, if you saw in the athletic, uh, Richie has 99.26% of all of his shots are one or two touches. One time the highest right. percentage yep. of yeah. any player in the Premier League. And all he really needs is good service in the box. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Johnson playing out wide, Decky playing out wide. Werner, if he creates, what, 25 chances and he only play, plays half a season for us and we can buy him for 15 million bucks, which we can't even buy like a, a Swedish, you know, youngster. Yeah, for, Ryan Hill for that much, right? Yeah, I mean, he is such a, I mean, the deal is awesome, but he's also playing extremely well. And he's terrifying down that line. I didn't... When he was at Chelsea, I did not appreciate how fast he is. I mean, just I don't think maybe he just wasn't used that way. I think he never really got a chance to test out his wheels. But if there's anything that Ange Ball relies upon, it's faith, it, pace, right? So you can just tell that those defenders, when he's screaming faith, down into that faith corner. Faith also. Faith is a part of it, too. Yeah. Well, there's that, too. But, uh, anyway, my thing is, if he can spread out defenses, if he can you know, launch good opportunity-creating opportunity chances – into the box for the rest of the people who are going to get the goals, then I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. And he's doing exactly that. Well, so he's, he's doing on the left, what like Akula says he should be doing on the right, pulling the defense out of the center and opening up those spaces. So when he is making those bombing runs down, there's more players that have to go out to meet him and open up space in the middle. Absolutely. But you know, what we saw <laughs> was there's really, you know, you've got Richarlison to aim at the runs weren't really coming in uh, from midfield, you, you know, Madison had to drop back, particularly in that first half, quite a lot to get involved. It's just, you know, everybody needs to be a little bit more cohesive. And I do think a part of it is having a midfield that's not entirely, um, you know, back to full fitness, back to full, um, you know, match day performance readiness. I mean, Mike already talked about Benton Kerr. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Benton Kerr is That's... back like someone who is coming home from World War One is back. Like <laughs> yeah. shell well you know what I mean? Man, it's not really, really the same person that left to go Look, off the I, I don't I don't disagree. I'm I'm not saying that like Werner is is not worthy of being here because I think he's our absolutely our best option. I don't know that you know, we haven't seen enough of Solomon to, to say. Um I think we still do need somebody who can beat somebody, uh, you know, to to uh you can beat their man one-on-one um son's not going to do that you know um he he just doesn't have that in his locker anymore and and Werner doesn't really do that anyway either but his speed his speed is undeniable and and his ability to whip a ball in is undeniable and i think that's like that's why it's so important to have somebody like kuliseski and johnson on uh, you know rotating on yep. on that other side is because because we have pedro poro who who does invert and he does become more of a forward. We have Kulisewski, who is fucking fantastic with the ball at his feet. He he can beat a man. He he holds the ball up. And then we have somebody like Brendan Johnson who can come in and run at tired legs. Um, he's a guy who comes in and like his speed is also crazy. He doesn't do a lot of that like one on one. He doesn't. He's not going to dribble past a guy. 
He doesn't he doesn't have that in his locker. But what he does is he arrives in the fucking well, box on the back side. He's not going to pass the guy because by the time he gets to his top speed, someone's probably already fouled him and it didn't get called in midfield. So that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I just think what <laughs> Brennan Johnson brings is that he's he arrives he arrives in the box at the right times yep. and he is in and his speed allows him to do that and he's there and he's there and and the fact that Richie is in the middle there drawing defenders away from both those guys was mm-hmm. is what allowed son to get that ball over to him yep because richie richie drew those guys and like there was nobody out in front and son just like boop put the ball right in nice and it was nice and easy lovely and i don't I, know uh, i i know steve started to talk another minute we we need to we got to wrap this part so we can move on to the next part. We need to talk about Sar for a minute, Steve. Can you? I can do you want to talk about Sar. I'm just look. I'm really appreciative that we have him back from uh, Afcon because I do think he adds a, a bit more steel into that midfield. His goal, beautiful. So uh, you know, th- this is a kid who always tries, often from distance, and it doesn't often come off. But um, you know, he he puts the effort in. He's usually the guy doing the quiet, dirty work that doesn't really get appreciated most of the time. Um, and then he pops up with a goal or two every now and then. And it's he's you know, still skinny, but he's stronger. You notice that he's, like he's, he's stronger. He's smart. I think that's the mm-hmm. thing that I appreciate most about him. He has um, he's just got this great intuition. What The way he plays, he kind of knows when to go, when to stay. Um, I think that's you know, exactly it. I, I, I had the thought on Saturday with the match and I'm not saying not directly applicable but in the way that a young Harry Kane had that like unconscious creativity, an ability to kind of, uh, I don't know who that is. Is that the German guy? (laughs) Sir Harold of Kane. Who's this, who's this guy you speak of? Prince Harry of Kane ever heard of him? No, but deposed. I did have that thought. I mean, he's just so unconscious. I mean, intuitive is the right word. He's, he's, he's elegant out there as well as being kind of a battering ram because he's so energetic. He's all over the place, but he's, he does it with skill, you know? Um, it's just, it's amazing. I don't think I've, since I've been watching Spurs, I'm not sure I've seen a player that makes everyone around them so palpably better mm-hmm. like uh, than Sar. Maybe so- early Christian Eriksen had, had that in a diff- very different way, more of a Madison playmaking kind of way, early yeah. Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Uh, so that for Sar, I because I literally just watched back his goal, and I think the thing that most impresses me about it is not the fact that he scored, but the fact that his first instinct was to go for the much more high percentage chance and cross it into an open Richarlison who was central. That didn't work, and then without even thinking, his instinct just shoot. You know, it's coming to you. Nobody's uh, recovered yet. Take the shot first time. We get the goal. Um, but that's it. Like he's, he's not a selfish player. He's almost like he's, he's doing the math in his head and he's figuring out what is the best opportunity we have in this particular instance to get that ball forward and to make something happen. Most of the time, it's just a simple pass or, you know, a tackle to relieve pressure or something, uh, recycle the ball. But in instances like that goal, it just shows how quickly he goes from, I need to set Richarlison up to they're on the floor, take the shot. But I know uh, Brian in particular has a very important question that he has been dying to ask. Um, So I want to give it to Brian to ask this. Brian, I want you to ask this question. That said, before you do, can I just share something with you guys really quick? This will take 10 seconds. Um, Oh, Dave, you're still with us. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> 20, 21st century Dave. Um, I got an Apple Watch a couple weeks ago. You know, so I'm really excited about that. And I just want to let you know, the Xfinity assistant just uh, sent me a text. Just me. Oh, I got that too. I got, no, I got one too. I know me know that the tropic or the the winter storm Lorraine. She's got a name already, yep. and warning me that my internet's going to go out. Like, yeah, what's the deal with conditioning my expectations on tomorrow? I, I I work remotely. Like, I rely on internet to be able to to do my thing. Uh, here's the thing, mother. They're already hedging their bets. Oh, I know. They're like, whatever. <laughs> Deuces. Dave ain't working Ooh. tomorrow. But but Brian, I, I digress. Uh, you've got an important question that needs to be asked. Uh, Mike. Where can I get that hat? And uh, oh, and where uh, and what you drinking? There we go. <laughs> um, you can't get this hat anymore. It was limited edition. I got it. Uh, so you can get it from Mike's house. I got it. I got uh, it from barbecue. Right. I gotta wash it after you grab it from Mike's house. I got it. I actually got it from uh, um, our our very special guests that we're, we're having on next week. So. Uh, and, and Wendy, Wendy from the, the extra yeah, inch. Wendy, Wendy's awesome. going to be on with us next week, uh, from the extra inch, but, but Brian, uh, we had you on first. I, uh, I oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you and you and yeah. Wendy will be the only four time guests. Wait, uh, way to forecast a guest downgrade, you know, <laughs> that's true. They're like SNL hosts, right? Like, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, that's the, the way I was four timers. Nice. That's the way I'm going. Like, yeah. It's a like four timer club. Yeah. Um, I got so, more than one angry edge for him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're Irish. We know that's not true. <laughs> oh my God. So today I have, uh, this, this beer, uh, I just picked it up cause it was something I'd never seen before. It's from prison city brewing in Auburn in Auburn, New York. Um, it is oh. a pale ale. Um, Oh, it's the a things hazy... they have prisoners doing these days. I know it's a hazy India pale ale. It was probably made in the toilet. It's, to... <laughs> it's toilet liquor. Toilet um, beer. <laughs> Toilet well, you'll have to tell us. It's brewed in Cannon, Auburn, New York. Uh, it's got cryo pop hops. I don't know what the fuck that is, but that sounds cool. Uh, it's got citra, which is my favorite uh, hop style, and uh, Simcoe hops. Um, cryo pop sounds like some gas station like weed strain that somebody's selling. You know that that's uh, I was thinking like some really niche, you know, music genre. This beer smells really fucking good. Cryopop. So I saw this. I saw this at the uh, the old Georgia market today. And I said, you know what? Gotta fucking have it because I've never seen this before. There you go. She's I wasn't going to do it. an IPA. I was going to do the zero gravity Irish cream porter that I had, ah. um, which was also delicious. Save that um, for next month. Well, we'll save the other one for next month. Anyway, fair enough. Holy shit. This smells like fucking, I don't That's know. Good. It smells like pineapples, mangoes. Uh, I'm seeing a two finger uh, biscuit going on there. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Somewhere between biscuit and soapy. Is it all right? Yeah, the it's uh, thick it's though. Solid I mean, the way it's showing up. Yeah, yeah, it smells really fucking good. I'm gonna get right into this since uh, Steve, Steve while Mike gets into the old first sip. Um, no dad joke this week. I'm gonna save this. I, I got a good one for you next week. But I want to tell you, started True Detective. Like it. Season four. Like it. Uh, starting on season one, and I had oh, to start oh, somewhere, oh. you know. So yeah, I uh, I'm enjoying it. We are yeah. enjoying it. My wife and I are. Uh, it's slow. Are... It's a slow mover. Like you got to give it time to develop, of course. But it's a, uh, it's entertaining. Speaking this, of developing, uh, yeah, the flavors keep developing. Um, I have not had. So a lot of these IPAs are the same, right? I have not had an IPA <laughs> that's similar to this in a long, long time, and I, uh, 
kind of liking it to that great rhythm. Remember we had that that great rhythm beer, Dave, uh, after the barbecue last year. I do uh, yep. our little nightcap. Yep. Yeah, like squeeze uh great rhythm squeeze. It, this is it reminds me a little of that. I don't know what the cryo pop hops are. I'll get back back to you guys next week uh on that, but um this beer is phenomenal. Ooh, interesting. Phenomenal. Interesting. And I'm talking like yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Steve, this means certain things, you know. So Sim- Simcoe, your Simcoe, your Citras, those hops are always going to go into a, a really good IPA. Um, I don't know what Prison State, Prison City does for her their other beers, but if if they're mostly uh, IPAs, I want more of them. And this is kind of a cool label. You got like sunglasses that are on fire. Mike on the rating, I just prices prices right and Steve. You one dollared him. I one dollared him. Yeah. Um, I dude. I submitted a bid too there. So oh, I'm gonna go. Sure I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go straight up. Uh, four point three. Damn you! Damn you both That's to hell! I'm talking about. He picks evens for three weeks in a row, and the one time I go evens. Wait. So who? Uh, who? What were the? Guests? I actually. I Steve went four two. Brian, you went four two, and I did. Big Daddy Dave went four point three. My man. Sorry. Oh man, nailed it. That's oh, I thought I, I. I thought I could. Uh, prices right that one. Damn, M- Mike. We are dialed in, my man. We are dialed in, Brian. Um, dialed in. Yeah, you know. Good. You yeah, nobody's gotten one since Ricky got it last time. So oh, that was nice. Nice. Hey, um, I got it. Um. I got you it. A few once. weeks back, you got one. Yeah, it was yeah. When nobody long. else was there, and, and for uh... <laughs> and, and for a song for our, for our, uh, our 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 new Super Bowl champion Taylor Swift. Okay, I've chosen a Taylor Swift song. I got no beef with that. Let's hear it. All right, um, because not in my wildest dreams had I thought Ooh. that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not in my wildest dreams had I thought that this beer would be as good as it is. Uh, given the fact that I've never seen this brewery before, Mike, that's that's a good call. I think, like, when you say prison city, I'm thinking it's gonna taste like dishwater, basically, right? Like, that's well, yeah. my uh, or like, yeah, I'm gonna have to look more into this. It tastes like I, rusty shiv, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's rusty got shiv an iron smell to it and taste, right? Yeah, iron shitty brewing, yeah. <laughs> iron shitty. Mike, I, I, I do, by the way, I do listen to the podcast. I listen to three Tottenham podcasts every single week. I listen to the view from the lane from the athletic. Nice. I listen to golden guests and oh. I listen to, I'm sorry, wicked Spursy. Does a uh, oh. view from the lane charge you a subscription to listen to every podcast or you'll just no. $1 a month. No, no the, the podcast is free, but they, they do, do yeah. promote their articles, which you do have to pay. Of course for. they do. Um, but, uh, and I'm one of those idiots who was paying for the athletic and I'm paying for the New York times. And I'm still not exactly sure if I'm double paying for that, <laughs> uh, but I had the thought you, I forget, I you don't, I do not remember which, uh, beer you were talking about. Cause not being a beer guy, not all, this doesn't, it's not always something I store in a long-term memory, but I was thinking the way you talk about it made me think of what I do know about is wine. And I just put a link in the chat there, but the, the you wine, sure wheel, did. look at that. Yeah, the wine wheel, if you've never heard of it, is very, is a really interesting device. We kind of start in the center in terms of like, like, what is that taste? Like, what is my first kind of overall taste that I'm getting here? Mm-hmm. And then you branch out to the, to like to describe the different tastes. And I was like, oh, this would be like actually maybe like helpful for Mike because he, he does a great job verbalizing the experience. But I think 
putting some fine tasting notes and kind of a generally acknowledged uh, form might be a helpful rubric for you there. That was, that was like, that was the initial actually. Hey, Hey Mike started like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then then it just got bastardized. It got bastardized. (laughs) These guys started to make fun of me. (laughs) So I try and stay away from like triggers for them. Yeah. So what are some of what are some of our triggers uh, you avoid, Mike? What are they? uh, I want to I want to phrase hints of nutmeg sometimes soon. Yeah. Because that could be soccer appropriate too. Yeah. Like I said, I did say I did say it smells like uh, like citrus. Um, it got it's got a little mango. It's got some lime in there, some pineapple. It's it's fucking good, dude. This beer is good. I will save one for you, Stephen. Stephen, only only Stephen gets one save for him. Congratulations, Steve. Yeah. Stefan. Ryan and I live way too far south for uh, for me <laughs> yes. to share anything. Yeah. Brian, I'll all right, hey, your, I'll be in your neck of the woods in a few weeks. So, all, all right, all right. And Dave is still uh, out there on an island. Congratulations, Dave. By the way, I did, sorry, I, I don't know for if if I'm I don't think I've got necessarily the uh, the pod appearances uh, to you know bring up something completely off topic, but it's not. We complete. do have a four timer jacket for you. We're going to give you tonight. Right. So just just so you know, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think you, it's more than four times, actually. But. You, you guys are cordially invited to uh, join me at the inaugural season of Rhode Island FC. Uh, Boom. Season ticket holder. Uh, nice. Okay. Can, uh, can get other. Basically, if, if there's any game, I got three tickets. But if there's a particular game where we want, you know, the get the whole gang here or gang plus kiddos or, you know, whatever, the pretty, pretty easy to get things in our section. So. Nice. The, that, that would be delightful. Are, are they uh, Providence based? Where uh, Where are they? They will. They will be based in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, they're finishing off their stadium, so their inaugural season is played at Bryant University in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Uh, very nice. Very so nice. You will they're ta- getting, they they got some. They they had really good uh, public funding numbers, right? For the yeah. stadium, just to, just just came out. My, yeah. my humble opinion, too good. But at least we'll get a complete stadium out of it. That's going to be yeah, yeah. year round. I hate Damn. when. That's my only problem is I do hate it. Any any rich person that takes public funds to build a stadium, I kind of want to just throttle. But um, <laughs> you know, so it's good reason. Most most owners, right? Well, yeah, basically. Yeah. So most people who own sports teams. Tottenham Hotspur is an F one go kart track. So yeah, well, they didn't take they didn't take public money. That, all, that's true. All private financing. So yeah. very true. Very true. Hey, gentlemen, I think Steve and Brian, I we're think up we're against it here. Huh? Hard stop. So Mike and I may have to finish this. We hope you trust us to bring this one home. We will do our level best. Uh, Brian, it's been great to have you back, <laughs> no, man. I, I, I had notes, Dave. I mean, I holy like, shit. Look at this I guy. Had, He's I prepared. Had, you know, so when you, you're like, what, when you were like, hey, Brian, what do you got? I was like, well, like, let's I got see. lots. He was uh, preparing. We want to go to, uh, you know, Madison, poor, but uh, getting there, um, almost scored a really could have, I think he would have scored that early in the season, but what could have been a beautiful goal. Uh, That's fair. And I think, I think the entire season is um, the biggest factor is how comfortable he feels with uh, the outside of both of his feet. I think because he's starting to get there, do those outside of the foot curlers. Yeah. And yeah. Holy God. I think it's going to be once he gets that back, you know, and do, he's doing his lovely, beautiful through ball action uh, and kind of I think we're the whole season going to be back. But yeah, um, in honor of the upcoming match and because I know that Dave's about to transition into a look ahead, I just wanted to say on behalf of all of us, we couldn't have done it without you. Uh, <laughs> 
There's nice. the dad joke. Very nice. <laughs> there's the dad for the joke. Week. Well done, Steve. Well done. Victory hey, Spurs against Wolves. That's my prediction. All right. Yeah. Score well, prediction, Steve. What's your score prediction on that? Uh, I think it's probably going to be either 2 nothing, 2-1, but I think we're going to get at least two. All right, fair. Brian, score prediction for the weekend? I think it's revenge time. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think they're going to play angry and controlled, and I, I think it's going to be 4-1, and the first goal is going to be something stupid that happens in the 13th minute, and then Sonny's just going to yell at them so effectively that uh, it's just going to be, you know, uh, a bombardment. A, there, a throttling, right? throttling like sun's the- halftime team talk i'm not mad i'm just disappointed right <laughs> everybody maybe, steps it maybe, up maybe maybe we can make trey choose a choose a fucking club no uh, he's it's he's in it for the t-shirts man yeah he's in it for the t-shirts and the betting odds other than the that, betting odds yeah he, yeah. he can't be brought to care <laughs> i've well, tried gentlemen we appreciate you thanks boys all right, all right love you guys on, Easy. On, onward you go peace out wicked spursy Yes, sir. Well, Dave. And then there were two. Just the two of us. This is kind of scary, Mike. I don't think that the audience should be left. This has never happened. Has this ever happened? I I, don't. No, I mean, it's happened where Steve was just like fucking peaced out without even telling us. Yeah, yeah. But that's been like during closing thoughts. And, you know, it's like we're on the on the downward slide right but we still got a little little pot ahead of us so yeah where, yeah yeah where you want where you want to go man let's let's talk wolves i mean hearing those guys talk <clears throat> i, I want to see them throttle wolves like uh romero choking vicario uh post game right like that, Dude, that's the that's the visual i want to see so i've already got i've already got the print of that on order Do you really <laughs> so i could throw so i could throw it up on my new blue wall behind me. That'll be a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ve- I, dude, the, the excitement, like, I, Vicario hasn't been the best, right? Recently. Um, he's still making amazing saves. He, he made an amazing save in the beginning of the game. Well, the let's, guy, let's, Mike, let's call it for what it is, right? He's incredibly talented. He's really good. And he's he's good on his feet and good at saving, but like l- let's put it in baseball terms. Let's go to something you and I know very well, right? Like a pitcher the first time through all the teams is one thing. A pitcher the second time through all the teams, like they've developed their approach, and that, that's what we're seeing with him. It is the teams have developed their approach. I think he's really detail oriented. I mean, the guy the guy's great with the ball at his feet. I think he needs to be a little quicker. He needs to be a little more decisive with his passing. I, I think some of his passing is a little weak, but like like. The guy's shot stopping is fucking outrageous. I mean, outrageous. Like he saved us in the be- in the very beginning oh, yeah. of the game, right? You know, one of the few things I don't like about him is I have this. Uh, maybe you have the same thing. Because Hugo was so weak with his legs, I I just have this thing like when when you have a one timer kick or even a free kick. I want to see that ball get way past the midfield line. You know what I mean? And with Ficario, like with those one timers, he'll he'll get it to about the midfield stripe or a little bit, a little bit shy of it. And right. Like, I, I I want to see more boot is what I want to see. That's yeah. That's one of the the thing is, is he's not very accurate with it. He True. you know he, he, he and he's not like Hugo yeah. who will who will try that shit and then it ends up fucking in the fourth fucking row. You know. <laughs> True. Like Hugo, Hugo used to boot the ball out and it would go into the fucking stands. <laughs> That's very, very true. You know, and, and 
for no fucking reason. So like nothing against Hugo, but I, I think that like the, the, if we're going to just talk about Vicario for a second, like his ability to, his ability to uh, have the ball at his feet, be pretty comfortable and get the ball and play out from the back. I think that, that that's part of like Ange ball, right. Is like being able to play out from the back. Yeah. Um, those, those triangles, like it's very much like the way that Pep plays. Only um, pump it to the midfielder. Like, I think that, yeah, I think that like in, in Vicario's young, I think that he's going to end up being better than Ederson. Ederson's like ha- having a center back who can touch the ball, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. But he doesn't have like Ederson, what he doesn't have in his, as locker is the, the shot stopping ability that, that someone like, like a, a Vicario, it just, just, put that there or Ter Stegen, like those guys who, who are classic shot stoppers, mm-hmm. you know, Ederson doesn't have that, but like Vicario has it and he's younger. Right. So he has time to develop. He's going to be our prop keeper for the next fucking decade. Probably the guy's a lunatic. We love him. Um, I, I, I think our defense is solid. I, I don't, I don't think we have to worry. I think that, you know, if we're going to talk about wolves, let's talk about wolves. I think that our defense is solid. I think that, you know, we're not going to have the gaffes that we had at the end of the last match against them. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolves are a tricky team. Always are. Always, always, always are. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to have problems with them in the first half until we figure it out. I I, I don't have the optimism that Brian has for a, for a fucking 4-1. Um, because just because of the way that that, that Wolves play, um, they're gonna. They're not necessarily gonna press us like like a city does, like an Arsenal will, like like Brighton did. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna sit back and they're gonna they're gonna defend at their at their midfield line. And I think that it, and they're gonna wait for for a clever uh, a clever attack a counterattack, you know, over over the top. They're gonna wait for that shit. That's what killed us the last time. the The thing is, is like, you know, we didn't we didn't have the players that we have now when we played them last. You know, um, we're prone to a to a boner or two. You know, uh, I, I mean, like, you know, a, a bad pass here and there. You know, Destiny's getting tired. You know, he hasn't played uh, in a system like this on in, in a league like this. That is that is very physically demanding. That is very, uh, you know, mentally demanding. Um, so you know, Destiny's getting a little bit tired. I'm glad to have Ben Davis back. So you know, steady, steady Ben, um, who can come in and do a job if if he needs to. Um, I think that Basuma's going to start, and I, I I honestly think that it's going to be a rough. A little bit of a rough, like twenty first twenty to twenty five minutes. Uh, I and, and I until we figure out a way to break them down, and that's where I'm at with wolves. And I think I agree. I think we will. We'll settle in and we'll we'll figure that out. It's going to be a it's going to be a, a pesky. It's going to be a pesky game. I think it's going to be a, a a two to one, three to two type of a game. Yeah. When when you were talking three two, Tuni is fucking like, good, dude. Three two is sticking sticking in my mind as the. Uh, the pathway so yeah we'll see you know what's yeah. good is uh 
It's a 10 a.m. match for us. That's a beautiful time. And I like it. Yeah, better than the old 7:30 or 8 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yep. You guys doing a you doing a, a pub gathering on that one? We are doing a pub gathering. Um, I. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun this time because you know it's just I'm having Lucas and I are having boys weekend. No, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Lily's going to like a uh, Lily and Amy are going to a Taylor Swift uh, thing at the Paramount Theater in Rutland. It's uh, like a Taylor Swift tribute, whatever. Oh, it's uh, Swaler Tift. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Nice. So they're gonna go to that. Uh, they're gonna visit. Uh, gonna visit Nana and Grammy. So. My That's still cool. visit my parents and her and Amy's Amy's parent mom, and nice. uh, they'll do that. The boys are gonna have Lucas has got his uh, they're in the knockout round, so they're seven v seven. So unfortunately, he's got the the third place game for his five v five for his actual club that he plays for. Got it. So he's gonna miss he's gonna miss the quarterfinal. Him and two of his other buddies on his team, but they're gonna miss the quarterfinal. But they'll get the semifinals. We should be done by about ten or eleven o'clock at night. Well, that's if all if all goes well, it'll be like ten or eleven o'clock at night. So in the seven v seven, so uh, we'll be we'll be seeing that. Before I go though, for my final thoughts, I yeah, want to I, I want to give a little shout out to Sam um, at State. I, I was just going to ask you to do that. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's uh, good give a little shout out to Sam at Stateside Lily White's. Uh, he has grown. He has grown his podcast quite a bit. Um, uh from from just moving here he he just moved to vermont um uh, from virginia and i think it was virginia i think he said virginia north carolina or virginia but um wonderful guy just met him um we shared some thoughts uh we were we're gonna get him on the podcast he's uh nice, he's nice. got some good takes he's he's a uh, super intelligent he's uh a uh a citizen of the uk and the united states and uh mm-hmm. So he's got some good perspective on on Spurs uh, that I don't think that um, necessarily align with Wicked Spursy always, but um, but he you know he brings another an- another idea to the to the table, which which I absolutely love. So um, that's right. We we and, welcome all kinds. Yeah, what a what a great what a great dude. I just met him this weekend, and uh, what a great dude. Uh, you know, it's really- cool. I I actually I listened to him today for the first time. I was uh, driving home from the Albany airport and. Uh, listen to his pod it was from the everton match is the the one that i mm-hmm. had downloaded and um he's a sharp guy and what's what i found myself thinking was man i don't know if i could do that like how do you carry an entire pod solo and just just keep that keep that rolling for i that thought the moment. same th- i thought the i thought the same thing yeah. it's it's just too bad for him that uh we're going to have to destroy him <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to vermont young sam <laughs> we'll get you on though buddy we hope you're listening we'll get you on and uh you'll we'll show you we'll show you the good side of the force absolutely yeah very good you know my uh my closing thoughts mike are there's there's um here's all i would say as i as i think about some of the negativity around uh Ange's substitution patterns of recent late matches recent matches right i, uh, I just find myself like thinking well who am i to think that i know better than someone whose career has been in the sport and that's that's what i'm kind of trying to figure out is like i have my takes we have our takes um but we don't know what's going on with the team during training all week we don't know what's going on with somebody's attitude or their personal life we don't know what the vibe on the bench is and we don't know um 
how the guys are feeling about each other. And I, I just, I find myself in this weird place where it's easy to say, trust the manager. And I know that, I know that uh, when I say to you, trust management, you know, that doesn't always flow very well, <laughs> but, but like, I find myself just, just wanting to not say that Ange is infallible. That's not what I'm suggesting, but I find myself wanting to say, I'm going to trust Ange. I'm going to trust when he puts these guys in when he does, there's a reason and there's a rationale that I may or may not understand. And I'm, I'm excited to see how it plays out. And that's, so that's all I got. It's just awesome. a, a general observation. Hey, I, with uh, that, if, uh, if, Oh no, what do you got? You're gonna no, 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 no. I, I, I was just going to say, I totally agree with you. Like we have to trust Ange until we can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you can't, right. Like that makes itself very clear when the, when the time comes. But the thing is, is like, he doesn't ever give you any reason to not trust him. I know. I know. It's, it's exactly right. And that's a good feeling. I like it. I like, I, you know what? He he may not be the prettiest man, but he's got a sexy voice. It ain't a beauty a, contest, bro. It ain't in a, a, se- contest, a sexy man. way about him. Yeah. Hey, Jurgen's got a nice beard and Pep has a nice head, but you know what? Ange is our guy. So I'm yeah, that's right. With that. Um, if Steve were here and we were wrapping things up, Steve would say, quiz, 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 and don't be an asshole. Uh, and then I would ask you, Mike, what, what do you have to say as we work our way? out of this podcast you know guys uh i've been warning everybody about a winter storm all fucking week and nobody believes me that it's coming winter uh, storm mike strikes proof proof positive winter storm elaine is coming <laughs> uh <laughs> xfinity just warned me um right. so they're, they're so, seriously um, hedging their bets they're like yep yeah. we're gonna we're gonna lose your service tomorrow if you know what if if you're out there on the roads in vermont be very, very careful. If you're out there uh, just living your life, be very, very careful. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on out there. Um, you know, just I want everybody to tread lightly and be safe. That's good stuff. And what would be one more thing you might say? You know what, guys? Tottenham Hotspur action. It's angstastic. <laughs>